Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're doing a show called Knowing Your Kid. Mm. It's important. It is important. Like, because they're all different. They're all different. And I feel like we could go a lot of different directions with this. But today we really want to focus on three main concepts to hone in how you get to know your kid, what that might look like. And why it's important. Yeah, first of all, you got to recognize each child is unique. I mean, they've got their own set of DNA. They're one of a kind. That's how God created them. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to learn differently. They're going to stress out about things differently. You know, they're going to have all different strengths and weaknesses. And we got to figure that out. Sounds like a big task. (laughs) Yeah, I really think that's what's called parenting. Like, (laughs) it's like the trick. God and friends don't tell you. You have these kids, and the first one, you're like, oh, I got this. Like, I understand how to discipline and parent and know their stressors. And then you have another one and you're like, what? They're being raised by the same people, right? I mean, same DNA. That's how I feel in my household. Like, my kids are really, in a lot of things, they're opposite. Yes. And I'm looking at them saying, I'm not doing anything differently. In fact, I've gotten a little bit better at this parenting thing. I think I'm learning a little bit. Yes. But it still is like crazy. They're all so different. Yeah. It, It keeps you on your toes. And then that's the other thing. Not only are they different, which you all know if you have more than one kid, it changes over yeah. time. So you just have to always constantly be recognizing who you who your children are and why God made them that way. Well, and I mean, I'm just thinking of an example that happened in our home recently. Um, you know, one of my kids is, is sensitive. And this kid beats them themselves up a lot yeah. about grades and all the things. Mm-hmm. And the other kid, I have to kind of stay on. Right. Mm -hmm. But this sensitive child, like if I stay on this one, like I do the other one, they would be in tears every because they're already beating themselves up way more than I could ever even get mad at them. Their own taskmaster. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we got to know that about our kids, you know. So for this one kid, when they come in the car and they're like, oh, I got to be I'm so frustrated. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, well, did you try your best? Oh, well, yeah. The other one, though, you know, I'm pushing a little bit harder because yeah. their procrastination is there. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you got to know, you know, if your kid is a little lazy and they're, you know, not procrastinating. I think we all have that a little bit in us. Yeah. But if they struggle with that, you're going to have to be more on them a little bit. You're going to have to have more rules, more guidelines, mm-hmm. more a little bit more discipline, maybe even, you know, in about setting up boundaries, like put your phone down. You can't be on Instagram and doing homework. That's distracting kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if you have a sensitive kid, it's more about parenting with grace and love. I think a lot like don't beat yourself up and you got to know that you do. And it's hard. To, a lot of times we mess up in discovering that. And so I think it's just a process of observation and all these different things and finding out who they are through the mistakes that we see and through the patterns that we see and all those things. And once you do that, then your combos are going to shift. Your conversations are going to shift with those kids because once you realize what they struggle with, then you can hone in on that, you know. So for my sensitive child, it's more we're all still learning, 
you got to learn to forgive yourself. You know, it's those kinds of things. And my other kid, it's more about you got to learn how to prioritize your time. And Mm -hmm. you got to, you know, so the conversations will shift when we know. But we really got to dig in there and know our kid first. Absolutely. I, by the way, I have the same thing. Same kids. One and two. And then I have one that I have to hone in gently to focus because that child um, would like to float on the clouds and dream about things and is very artistic. Big picture, too. Big picture. Hey, I think she gets that for mama. I think so. <laughs> it's so or whatever kid you're talking about. I'm not, I don't yes. know what kid you're talking about. <laughs> but the kid gets it for mama. Yes, it's so true. And I love that about her, but I will have to say 20 times, like... Hello. I love that Come about back you too. To reality. I love that about you too. <laughs> Thank you. I remember when you would you would when we first started on this when we first started on this journey, you would be like, one day we're gonna be flying here and one day and I'm like, Kim, I don't even like to fly. Like, I'm not Come gonna back fly to reality, anywhere. Lady. And now we're flying everywhere. Yes. I think I, I told you just the other day, I yeah. was like, Kim, the things you told me about the big picture things, they're coming true. This was back you like were right. in church when there was like a few of us. It's true, but and I have to recognize that about her not to kill that spirit and it's good and to enjoy that about her but also be like so sister how are we gonna get there how are we gonna get there yeah let's get the details let's come back put down the scissors and the glue yeah let's get back to the math work so yeah it's all of your kids will be different and finding out what makes them beautiful and unique is important you know, one of the things that I love is the first thing that I think we need to tackle here and we need to recognize our mm-hmm. kids are all different and mm-hmm. the conversations are going to change. Mm-hmm. But one thing remains the same. That's God's word. Yeah. His truth. Yeah. His foundation. The rock that he provides for us. Um, and number one at the point we're going to cover is you must get your kid to open up to you because this is the first step in getting to know your kid better. And the reason I share that God's word never, never is never never changes. changes. Thank you very much. I couldn't get that out. Is this comes from Deuteronomy six, six and seven. And yep. it, it literally is a foundation of our ministry here. Um, you know, it says, Teach your kids these commands I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. Talk. When you're on the go, when you're getting up, when you're at home, and when you're going to bed. Yeah. Four key times to talk. So it's literally like painting a picture for us of getting to know our kid. Yeah. We got to crawl in bed with them at night. You know, we got when we're at home, let's go shoot basketball hoops and let's talk about life. You Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. it's getting to know them so that we can then shift our conversations for their needs. And one thing that lately um, God's been showing me, there are some things in the Bible that are like a good idea and then there are commandments. And this is a commandment. And so if we are listening and learning and wanting to do better as parents, this is one of those things that is really like, do it and you will see the fruit of it. And we have seen that, like you said, it's the foundation of Next Talk. And we've seen that not only in our own families, but families we've shared this with around the world. It works. I mean, well, do it. I was getting texts last night from yes. people 1,600 miles away yes. saying, oh, my gosh, this works. You know, I get on my soapbox and I say it and it comes out in a twang for some reason. I think you're rubbing off on me, but I say it. Do it. Do, do it, it, y'all. It will make a difference. And well, so, like with my kiddos, it it changes, you know. But, yes, the crawling into bed works with one of my kids. My other one, 
he likes to write. He likes to write back and forth and tell me what's going on and who he is and what he thinks about and all of those things. And then I just figured out with my other one, my little one, we had to rush out the door and we were all in a hurry. And so to save time, I said, you and I are going to take a shower together. Get in a shower. Let's go. And she was just like talking a million miles per minute about all the things. And I, and now this is like our thing every day. We shower together, me and my little one. And she, this is where she opens up and talks about everything and where I'm learning so much more about who she is, what bothers her, what excites her, what she's good at, because that is a safe place for her where we have learned to talk. When the little ones are little and yeah. you can bathe with them. or Yeah, what, and it's it, still okay. It's still okay. Yeah, yeah it's not weird. That that was amazing. Yeah. But now my kids are older, and right? And that's weird. And so now it's the late night talking. Yes. And, we had and they so- want to stay up. We had somebody on our team one time that said, um, um, you know, a teenager who wants to talk in the middle of the night is just as important as like a baby wanting to be fed. Yeah. And I thought that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. She was a mom of teenagers at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember it all the time. And it's always the least night that I'm so exhausted. Of course. But I push through because I know it's important. You know, those teenagers open up at night. I love this concept of talking on the go and knowing your kid and figuring out. Let me caution you here. I get asked a lot, you know, where's my script? Let me tell you, a script in talking about sex or sexuality or pornography or whatever, listen to me. Those scripts, you're not going to get to know your kid. Yeah. This is why we got to follow God's word. And it says, talk on the go. And we got to rely on the Holy Spirit to guide these conversations. Because as we're talking to them about these big subjects, they re- our kids' personality will come out. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be very cautious here. Don't just assume your kid is a certain way because they're outgoing or they're an introvert. Yes. My kids are total opposite on what most people would think. Yes. Once I've gotten down to the inside layers of my kids, and it even took me a long time to figure out. Because I think oftentimes we get into this habit of presenting one thing to the world, but we're very different inside. And our kids have picked that up. And so you have to be careful. You can't, just because you have an outgoing kid that doesn't express emotion, you can't write that kid off and think, well, they don't struggle with anything. They're Mm -hmm. good. Do not fall into that trap. I speak from experience, y'all. Both (laughs) of us, our most extrovert kid that tends to lead the pack, is the entertainer, all the things, that's our most sensitive kid. Yes. Both of us. You need to get in there and have these conversations. So that's why following God's word, Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7, is so very important. It helps you get to know your kid. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. What's Um, the second point? The second point, discover their strengths and struggles and help them see themselves for who they are. So uh, one thing I want to say here that kind of goes back to the first point and works for the second point too is you need to be listening more than you're talking. So important because we say talk here and you're thinking go into lecture mode and tell them all the things because that's what we do a lot of times as parents. Um, Shut the trap. That's what I say. Maybe present something offer a story, a comment, and then just shut it down. You need to be listening, and this is information gathering. Um, Same thing thing for this number two with discovering their strength and struggles. As they're opening up to you and you're getting them to talk, be listening. What is it that they're saying that you hear over and over that they're struggling with or they're feeling concerned about 
or things that they're presenting that you notice a pattern. Wow, they're really doing good in this area. Um, I need to really encourage this. This is a strength for them. They may not even realize. And that requires you gathering information, which requires listening. Yeah. And you got to follow along and watch, like you said, for patterns. Yeah. One of the things I know I've noticed lately with my kids is if I just throw out a, an idea, that really helps me to gather information about them on something specific. Like the other day, um, my son was talking about this story on a game that he's playing, and he did something really cool. And I was like, you know what? That seems to come really easy to you. How Do, do you feel that way? And we had this great conversation, and then he was able to identify different areas of his life where things come easy for him that are blessings for others. And I was able to encourage him in that way. Hey, God made you that way. You do that naturally, and most people struggle with that. So that's a way that you can speak into people and encourage people. And he just lit up because he didn't see that about himself. But that required me listening and taking inventory and noticing the pattern. Well, and also when you're seeing your kids struggle with something and you see them pushing through that struggle and getting out of the boat, man, that's a lot of good conversations right there because you can say, hey, this doesn't come naturally for you. Maybe it is socializing. Mm. You know, maybe your kid is just an introvert Mm -hmm. and they always go into the fear of I don't have anybody or, you know, that introverted state like by myself kind of thing. Um, but you see them pushing through that and like going out and being social and like inviting new people into their circle yes. or something, you know, that right there is gold in conversation because yeah. then you can encourage them. You're not pointing out their weakness, but you're saying, hey, you recognize that this is something you struggle with mm-hmm. and you're pushing through it with courage and bravery and you're getting out of the boat. And I'm so proud of you. I mean, those kinds of conversations are just find them. Try to try to find those and capitalize on it. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Today we're talking about knowing your kid and why it's so important, how we get there. How do we get to know our kids? Because they're all so different. How do we find that information and why Why do we want to do that? Uh, we talked about first, our first tip was really getting to know your kid better by getting them to open up to you. And that's going to come in different ways. Different you know? ways, different seasons. Different times. And it will change. Yes. Once you figure the, the system out with your kids, it's going to change. Remember when your kids were babies and you finally got the sleep thing down or the kind of food they liked and then it changed on you? It's the same their whole life. Just get used to change. Well, and let me just add this. We didn't talk about this on section one. Pray for the time. Mm. Pray for God to reveal yes. the time to you when your kid likes to talk. 
Um, I know I did that one year. I was just focused on that because I couldn't yeah. find the right rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I kept praying and praying. And God just opened up this window in the car when I was alone with each kid. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, my gosh, God there answered my prayers. And and they were really ready to talk at that point. You mm-hmm. know, their 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 time frame had changed. Um, when they were little, we would schedule it on the calendar for evening Mm-hmm. Like put it on the calendar, have coffee later in the day. Mm-hmm. And that was our crawl in bedtime. Yeah. Um, that changes as they get older because they stay up way later. Yes. Um, so we covered that in section one. And then right before the break, we were talking about strengths and struggles, like finding them and helping identify them. And I loved what Kim said. She was like, you know, observe them, figure out what they're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also talked about, um, you know, just when you see them have a struggle and they're pushing through that struggle mm-hmm. overcoming to yeah. really capitalize on that conversation with them on how proud you are of them mm-hmm. that they're pushing through and trying to um, have bravery to to get over that struggle a teacher recently was telling me um, it's so important for parents to celebrate their kids and I think this is a good point of that we were ta- she was talking about milestones as their not birthdays not grades but when they overcome like social stress and not just stuff they're naturally good at because right. it's easy to celebrate if your kid is throwing 800 touchdowns every game yes. it's easy to celebrate that exactly it's celebrating the c that he got but he had an f and you you know he persevered through that and that is exactly what she was talking about she's like i need you to celebrate all the little things that's yes. way more important and i loved that and it was a good reminder for me um, and, and, you know, looking at your kids and having um, some ways to f- figure out what they struggle with, I think is just, again, that observation or planting seeds of conversation. Um, I know with one of my kids, um, I have recently started just making the space and hoping that he'll be attracted to that. And it worked because I was struggling. His his talk time was changing. And so in the evening when everybody else was kind of watching a show or doing something, I would go – I go and lay down in my bed, which is like the coziest bed in the house, just happens to be because I bought, spent more on bedding and uh, everybody likes it. And I just went in there by myself and I just casually say, like, I'm just going to go lay down and hang out. And he every time follows me in there and starts talking. And I realized through our conversation that he really gets scared about everyday things. He has a little bit more anxiety than my other kids. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that through not talking but just listening. And I was able to talk to him about that. And we got a whole bunch of verses that now we talk about in the evening about why we don't need to be afraid. God is, you know, our rock and our provider. And it's just been a way for me to speak into that fear with Mm -hmm. him and help him overcome it and pray through it. And knowing that about him too, I'm more sensitive when things happen um, that maybe I don't want to say that, you know, like, oh, there was a school shooting. I was just getting ready to say, once you know that your kids have have a little bit of anxiety and fear yes. it's not that you're not telling them things or not communicating. you frame it different you frame it different and yeah. you're you're more sensitive to it because yes. you know this kid could literally sit in class and be scared about this all day long that's exactly what would happen yeah. so learning to reframe things as a parent based on who my kids are i think is just key yeah and the other thing like key questions that you can be thinking in your head you know are they good at making friends? Mm-hmm. Um, are they good at communicating their feelings? Yeah. Do they have trouble with that? And listen to me mm-hmm. again. I'm going to caution you. The kid that thinks they're that you think is fine, you got to make sure. 
Yeah. Because they could be putting up a front and making jokes and making everybody laugh and yeah. you think they're good, but deep down inside they got they got they're having trouble communicating yeah. their feelings. Absolutely. Um we touched on this, are you anxious and do they worry a lot because we're going to have mm-hmm. to reframe some things? Are they people pleasers? Yeah. Oh, That's a big one. So big. Because then they're going to be sucked into the bandwagon mentality. We mm-hmm. did a show on that. You can go check that out. Mm-hmm. You really need to be careful about that. And, you know, do they really get upset when people are mad at them or disagree with them? All of those things are going to change the conversations that you have with your kid. Something that was eye-opening, a last point on this what for me recently is my one of my kiddos was really stressed about school. And I go to, it's grades, it's the assignments, you know, whatever. The obvious, like you were saying, I go to the obvious things. But in that moment, instead of saying, well, let's, you know, study more or, you know, all the things that I'm trying to fix in that moment. Because we're fixers. We're fixers. I stopped and I said, what is it that is stressing you out the most? And he said, not all the things that I thought he was going to say. He said, I get distracted easily. And I was like, oh. And he's like, I feel like I just need a different space to do my work. Problem solved. Problem solved. Like we moved And it him. just took a question. Yes, because I you was didn't about even have to, to launch into it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to fix this for you, child. Right. Um, and so learning about your child sometimes is just as easy as stepping back and just asking a simple question to clarify what the problem is. Well, and I love that because we move, we're moving into section three now. you yes. got to know what is stressing your kid out. Yes. And, you know, with your kid, they were able to easily communicate it. Oftentimes, that's not the case. That's right. You know, oftentimes your kid is gaming and, you know, you tell them to turn it off and they throw the remote across the room and you're like, what in the world? And maybe it's the game stressing it out. But what I have found out most often is they wanted a stress reliever through the game Mm -hmm. and they didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And when I asked them to turn it off. It's like back to reality. I have to deal with the thing that was stressing me out. I've learned that through a lot of conversation with my kids, right? And so I discovered one recently something about one of my kids, and it it really has helped because this child gets stressed out, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, This child is not a procrastinator. So they are the kind of people that like to check off the to-do list, (laughs) Um. This child gets it from me a lot. Yeah. I like to check off the to-do list. Me too, right? girl. Um, I like to move the emails over that have been completed <laughs> into I, my I filing that system text. that I have. <laughs> I need to move the emails over. Where, I, I, are, where are we on this? Where are we on this? <laughs> I need to move this email over because it's got to be done, right? And um, And this kid, you know... Just, I mean, literally, when I ask this kid to put away laundry, it's done within five minutes yeah. because they don't like the outstanding feeling. Yeah. They want to get it done. Yeah. It's a great quality. Yeah. I mean, this kid is going to go places, yeah. right? But on the flip side of that, there's some cons to that. When a two-week-long school project hits, mm-hmm. that's outstanding for two weeks. Yes. So when this kid goes to game to release the stress... But then he has to get off the game Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the project is still standing Mm -hmm. and it's still it's still out. It's still out there. Yeah. Right. In the gray. The pressure. That has to be done. Right. And I realized this. It was like a light bulb one day. And so this is what I did with this kid. I set them down and I said, hey, 
it is amazing that you have this quality. Like this is going to benefit you in so many ways. Mm -hmm. But because of this, when you have something outstanding, you get stressed out a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. So what could we do? Mm -hmm. And we brainstorm together. And one thing that really helps this child is if we came, we came up with a plan. Monday night, I'm doing my research. Tuesday night, I'm going to type it out. Wednesday night, I'm going to glue to the board. Yes. You know, th- you know these little things. And so every night, we're checking something off yep. that makes the kid feel like they're moving in the right direction, even though it's this huge, outstanding project. Yes. And it was just like a light bulb. And, and we talked it through. And not only did it help him manage the project, it now helps him identify this is one of my struggles. Helps him manage his like, emotions. Like, it's amazing. Yes. It's amazing that I'm like this. Yes. But this is what stresses me out. These kinds of and things. And here's the bigger picture with that. How incredible that you're walking through this process now at a young age. Because how many of us know someone who's an adult that struggles and has never even figured that out? I could name off some people. Yes. Yeah, stop looking at me. <laughs> so <laughs> it's this, the whole process of getting to know your child, not just on the surface level, but the deep level is not just a gift to them now, but helps them become amazing adults well and to their spouse can you imagine boss and their kids you're welcome yeah (laughs) i'm helping you i don't even know you guys yet (laughs) so listen we want you to dive in here because it's really going to change everything in your household and for your kids so number one Know when your kid likes to talk. Um, It's going to be different and it's going to change. So dig in there and be aware of it and be willing to change with it. Number two, know your child's strengths and their struggles. And don't assume what's happening on the surface is exactly what it is. Dig deep. And number three, know your child's stressors. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?